All right. Welcome to Good People, Bad TV. I'm Scott. She's Alex. I am. And Scott, I have a story that I'd like to start with. Okay. An, an anecdote, as they call them. I like it. So I have a friend who started listening to our podcast, and she's never watched the challenge before, but she listened to our uh, preseason challenge podcast where we reviewed all the people and talked about them. And last night we got her to watch episode one of War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds one, season 33, where they brought in a bunch of British people and a bunch of rookies. We're watching it and I'm describing everyone to her. I'm like, that's Theo. He had a champagne accident. Now he's blind in one eye. Um, that's Bear. Horrendous human being. Great television. Probably won't ever be back, especially in the light of recent news. Like that's Polly and Cara Maria. They're truly intolerable. Um, and I'm like, that's Josh and he's the worst. And I had forgotten, even though we just watched the season recently, that he finishes the puzzle last and is therefore the eliminated rookie that season. And I felt such a sense of relief in that moment. But then of course I remember he comes back for future seasons. And so we keep watching the episode and there's this guy that's on telenovelas and he cuts his hand and breaks his arm during that challenge, but still finishes the puzzle. So he was going to stay. Well, because he breaks his arm, obviously he has to go and they bring Josh back. And we could have saved ourselves seasons of having to deal with Josh if that man had never broken his arm. So first of all, I'm very upset with that man. What could have been? What could have been? We could have never had to, doors moment. We could have never had to deal with Josh ever again, but yet here we are four seasons later with me still yelling at the television every time it's not about you, Josh, because every episode something happens that Josh makes it about himself, even though he like should not be involved. And I shout at the TV, it's not about you, Josh. Literally every episode this season I've done it. Can you is this your testify? White, is this your white Kanye impression? <laughs> yes. It's not about the poster. It's not about you, Josh. <laughs> That's how I feel. First of all, this is continuing your crusade to get everyone to watch War of the Worlds 1. Truly. It's where you should start if you're a new watcher and you feel like we've had some people have a hard time getting into the show even though they want to because it really is. I don't think we realize because Scott's been watching it forever. And so when I started watching with War of the Worlds 1, I got a lot of context from you that I think helped me love the show fast. And if it's a show you don't have context for the people for, I think it's easy to like – get disinterested quickly. Sure. I, mean, I get that it's a niche show and it's probably not going to be like a super popular thing to podcast about, but, no. but we love it and it's hilarious and you should still watch it. Yeah, you should. So go back to War of the Worlds one, because I think it gives you the right amount of like information about everybody. So that's part of my crusade, mm -hmm. but this is also my crusade to like not have to deal with Josh ever again. And I would like him to not be on my show um so, my show tj's final my show gotcha you and tj together me and tj yeah we have we have a text we text <laughs> yes. about it but so like any truly, other great what if moments like we what if this guy didn't break his arm from the telenovela telenovela's fame oh uh, gosh but uh this 
yeah, we could have been saved from Josh for future seasons. Oh, actually, yeah, you and I are watching um, Fresh Meat 2 mm-hmm. as well simultaneously because we don't watch enough of this show. So we went back <laughs> and we're watching Fresh Meat 2. And it's actually really interesting because Cara Maria and Darrell, Darrell who's on this season, are on that season together. And Cara Maria gets eliminated first. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really have a ton of presence on the show and fresh meat casts don't come from MTV shows. They just kind of cast outside the system in the world. And like, there really was no reason for Cara Maria to come back, except that she's like athletic and a good competitor. Um, And so maybe that that's why they brought her back. But like, what if they never brought Cara Maria back? Then I wouldn't have to deal with Polly. Ideally. That's fair. I think I think watching Cara Maria for like a decade is one of the wildest evolutions of a human being. I've had the privilege of watching. It is really interesting to because her look evolves every time. She always kind of sticks with that red hair, which like I like, and I actually like her with like a more purpley red hair if I had my preference. Mm, yeah. um, but you can tell the seasons where she's like, I feel like potentially roided out. Uh, maybe you can I, see it with all of them. I think I don't think it's her exclusively. Yeah, and the she's a highly suspect in that realm. Yeah, because um, she didn't grow up playing sports or anything. She grew up as like a I think, equestrian. Yes, mm-hmm. it's horseback riding for the rest of you yes. out there. Alex is very sophisticated. I am a sophisticated lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but she definitely got super into CrossFit. Car Maria did. Yeah, um, and potentially roids who knows who knows Uh, it's hard to tell with a lot of these people yeah um but a lot of them probably tried it yeah um but yeah so we'll we'll circle back to your to your top five car maria looks at some point yeah we'll probably do that in the off season when we're looking (laughs) for some content but my here's why i bring that up about josh is okay we're getting this (laughs) yeah it had a segue i really set it up nicely Uh um i watch the beginning of this episode where they all come back in the house after Fessy eliminates Nelson. And we get this like Corey Fessy conversation. And again, like I know Josh was kind of anticipating going down and claimed that he wanted to, which Tori set the record straight on that and was like, you didn't want to go down. You told me you didn't want to go down. So I didn't send you down. And if you would have told me you really wanted it, I would have done that. But you told me all week you didn't want to go down. And so Josh is pretending to play this like, hard game like he's a tough guy and he wanted to go down and how dare fessy strip him of that and it's like joss josh shut up never shut up to joss love josh joss wish joss would come back british two, joss. two different people yeah british joss, joss. j-o-s-s double s yeah uh-huh. it's like giving me a severe speech impediment right now <laughs> it's hard to um say. but josh always shut up josh And Josh was like yelling. And I think Fessy was right. Like, Josh, you pretend like you're so tough all the time, but you don't actually want to go down and compete. Like you don't. At the end of the day, you're going to play that way to the camera, but you don't in real life actually want to go down, but you want to act like you're a tough guy. And oh gosh, how dare Fessy take this opportunity for me? And it's like, Josh, stop. Like you're exhausting. He just acts like a toddler all the time. And I'm just so sick of watching him. I just don't believe that there are not other people in the world who would be better on this show than Josh. And we have to keep bringing him back. I'm so tired. (laughs) 
I'm tired. I'm sorry. I just. I know it's hard for you. It's really tough. <laughs> How am I supposed to make it through? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Josh looked very tough when he was bargaining with CT in the daily challenge. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yes. So then we see in the daily challenge, I guess we're skipping ahead a little bit, but we see in the daily challenge, Josh be like, CT, let go. Cause like, you're good with me. So like, if I win it, like we're good. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like almost falling over the edge. Himself. Yeah. And CT's <laughs> like, nah, you let go. He's like, Oh, we're good. Cool. Let go. Like I'm not letting go of yeah. big T. Oh my goodness. Which I'm glad he didn't because that would have ruined the phenomenal scenes we got of Big T. Mm -hmm. But is there anything else we should talk about from the like? I just love the opening song choice, Burning Down the House. It was great. Yes. Darrell coming in with the confessional. Yes. What Fessy did was foul. Yeah. I love Darrell's soundbites. I love soundbites this week were hysterical. And then them all just like sitting in like lawn chairs, like watching Corey and Fessy. And CT being like, ooh, Fessy's in trouble. Great CT episode. Loved it. Yeah. Great CT episode. Yeah. I love CT kind of like, I feel like, you know, the age of CT being this like monstrous force to deal with in like competition is not completely over, but that's just like not his brand anymore. And I think CT was struggling to find a brand for himself and like what that would be now that it's evolved mm -hmm. from, you know, tough CT, like OG CT to dad bod CT. And now we have fatherly figure CT. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like? And I, I actually think like his partnership with big T plays really well into that for him because he gets to like kind of guide her through this, help her out like with her strategies. Like now I got a reeler in, she's getting too big for her boots. Um, but I think it's like really setting up CT for a new brand. Well, Here's hoping. Yeah. Like, I love it. And everyone was just like, and yeah. So everybody's over fessy. Corey like is like, I'm going to get my revenge. Like, okay, Corey, well then you'd actually have to do something, which like you never actually make big moves. So there's that. Keep talking. Sure. I know. It's like uh, pretty much everybody left in the house right now as people who've like talked a big game for seasons and never actually succeeded yeah so i'm somebody's gonna have to succeed this season that is kind um, of like the underlying theme is like there's all these people who have been in the show for a long time who are not making big moves and then there's big t who's a rookie well not a rookie but like a newer player always referred to as a layup and she's like i'm gonna make big moves like that's what i'm gonna do she's trying it out yeah she's going for it but yeah i'm just i'm curious honestly like with the way i feel about fessy and I hope Corey is successful in his revenge tour. I doubt it, but once again, somebody's going to have to be successful. And like CT is the only one left um, who's like had a long string of success in this game. Yeah. Who are the people who have won historically that are still in the game? So Ashley comes back. Mm -hmm. CT. That's it. Yeah. And none of the other folks have won. That's it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some I think, well, some of them have, like, gone to a final, but never oh, won. Yeah. Like, some of them have won yeah. money. Like, I think Leroy's gone to a final, but hasn't Leroy's won. Leroy's been to a final. Nani's been. Kyle's been. Yeah. I don't think Devin has. But Devin's won other shows. Yes. But m more, like, shows from his universe. Like, the Are You the One and that right. kind of thing. Um, okay. So, let's talk about the Daily Challenge. So, this one was so pretty cool. Before we get oh, there, sorry. we get, like, they kind of tease out the 
kind of the, who's going to be in trouble this episode. Like you kind of have the the rookie girls alliance. You have you have Tori coming in yelling against Tori and Anissa. Like clearly, Tori isn't popular among the new people. She's calling them all weak. You get a few scenes of that. The Teresa. itty bitty small committee. Oh yes, of course. We have the itty bitty small committee, which is both Amber's M and B. Um, Gabby, Gabby, and, and Big, Big T. T. Yes, Tula, as as, as she is call called. Her. Yes, yes, which I love. Um, but yeah, and then kind of Teresa's caught in between those two. I'm not sure where Nani falls or Casey falls. Um, I guess yeah, we'll we find out really, later in the season. Something that you and I have talked about now that we're watching old seasons is old seasons used to show you graphics of the alliances. Oh, which is so helpful. Which is like really helpful. And they don't as much. I think part of that is like graphics on reality TV, particularly competition reality TV, looks dated now. Right. I think oftentimes it looks dated um, I think maybe they feel like, okay, we're showing you who voted for everyone in a little chart. Mm-hmm. And so now you get to see that anyway, so you can figure it out that way. Um, and so it's just kind of sometimes hard to keep track of like who's with who. Right. Yeah, that would be helpful. Um, but I say we get some hints of who's against who episode to episode, but yeah. it's kind of hard to keep track of the bigger picture the whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could just wanted to say that before we jump no, into no, you're the right. daily. Um, okay, so the daily is this like dangle over the edge. You have to pull all the rope up, and then the women are there. They're gonna drop this platform, and you have to hold on to your partner. So they did it in two it's called heats. Agent down. Is it the mm-hmm. the name of the episode was called Skyfall? Uh, okay, which is um, steering right into the James Bond. Yes, right into it. Theme. Um, but we get there first before they split into the two heats. Mm. Natalie goes home. Yeah, so Natalie goes home. I had read on the internet it was a family issue. I knew she was leaving at some point um, from what I'd read online. Um, But it was later revealed that it was because she found out she was pregnant. It was a surprise when she got home. She found out she was eight weeks pregnant. Oh, wow. Okay. And then she had a miscarriage about a week later, which was really heartbreaking. Um, So she's been really um, open about talking about it online, which I think is a really beautiful thing. Um, I think we had that with Melissa last season. Oh, that's Um, true. Yeah, that was. And Melissa made it all the way to the final, right? Or they stopped her before the final started. They stopped her like in the middle of the final. Yeah. Like, well, she like, she technically quote unquote quit in the middle of the final. But the producers like told TJ like don't go hard on her for quitting because yeah they tell TJ whether TJ or not just, he can go in on them yeah TJ usually gives you so much crap if you quit and he like was really gentle with her and then we found out she was like three months pregnant or four months yeah something ridiculous yeah like and still competing which was wild um, but no I actually I I thought it was a family emergency because I try not to read anything about it yeah uh, and until that's we what record I had our read. pod yeah uh, I had so read. I'll read about it now yeah that's wild. Actually, super sad. Yeah, really sad. But she, like, TJ says, you'll clearly be back. She said she wants to come back in her exit interview. She said she would. So I'm sure we'll see her again. Um, She's still training. Lolo versus Natalie. And I'm really bummed. Yeah. I think they actually may already be putting out feelers for season 37 in casting. Um, I'm sure they'll start filming again soon. because this will last, I think there's 19 episodes that started the second week of December. So that takes us to like middle end of March. Okay. Um, and so I think, when did we get last season? 
it was during quarantine. I think we got the last season before this in like April of last year. Yeah, right? I was going to guess May. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it could have been April. So maybe we'll have like a, a season soon so that they don't have to keep airing ridiculousness all the time. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so we know Natalie will be back. I'm, I'm sure of it. Um, which is good to hear, but yes. we haven't had a female elimination since Natalie sent Ashley home. That's true. And we've only had male eliminations, but we've lost Nicole, um, Liv and now Natalie. So they had to bring someone back. I would assume they're doing a two week out quarantine as well. Like Probably. they bring them in and then. Um, you know, once they're eliminated, they probably sequester them somewhere. Mm -hmm. So Ashley comes back. Ashley Millionaire back. Mitchell is back. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. They, How do you feel about Ashley being back? Are you glad? Are you like, I wish they would have brought someone else, I, which would be hard to do at this point in time. But like, yeah, I don't are think you they excited could. Ashley's back? I am because I think we talked about last week, they have a shortage of entertaining confessional people and she's really good at that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be helpful uh, just for TV sake. Um, and she came and back with like a fun attitude. Like sometimes yes. I was thinking about it when I was watching, we rewatched right before we are recording this. Like I really didn't like Ashley. I liked Ashley on War of the Worlds 1. War of the Worlds 2, she was so up Polly and Carmaria's butts, which you had to be to survive mm -hmm. on the American team. But she was so far up there, it was like irritating. She mm -hmm. was just so annoying and then Cam was too. Yeah. yeah. And then we had, what was the season? Was she on total madness? Yeah. But she got sent home pretty early there too. Mm -hmm. um, Cause she just had a bad attitude. And I think she came in with like a much more fun attitude after being eliminated and was like, I'm just glad to be here and I'm going to stay low. Yeah. Um. So I was glad that she came back with a more fun attitude and not this like try hard, I'm the best come and get me attitude. Like I like Ashley when she's more silly in a way. Definitely. And I think like really just in any season, always like the first two to three weeks are all like the vets are pretty on edge because mm -hmm. usually like before they get into a rhythm, one of them gets kind of axed early Yeah, and it kind of depends which season who has the numbers mm -hmm. here and like, Ashley getting targeted and CT getting targeted so early and Wes as well. Like you could just kind of tell their morale was down the first mm -hmm. couple episodes, but now she gets to come back and she sees CT's still here and Leroy and Cam are still here. And she's partnered with Corey. So that means yeah. she has a good opportunity to be in the big brother Alliance. Right. So she can just kind sort of, of, she doesn't know what went down with Fessy and Corey yet. But. No, I think she'll, I'm sure she'll catch up quickly. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like a deep breath to make it like a couple weeks in. And then you're like, okay, like now we're playing. Mm -hmm. Like at least I'm, I, I made it a, a couple weeks onto the show. Mm -hmm. I get to like enjoy my experience now. And I think, yeah, actually loosening up is always, always Yeah, better. she's just much more palatable yes. when she's like that. Uh -huh. I, and I feel that way about every competitor. That's why I don't like Polly either because I'm like, oh my God, Polly, stop talking. I'm like so exhausted by you. Mm -hmm. I, I need it to stop. Yeah. Like stop this try hard thing. Like just have fun and compete. Like that's sometimes what I miss about the old seasons. It's like, yes, they were very competitive, but like most of the time they were just having fun. And now everybody takes it so seriously. It's lost a little bit of it's like fun luster. Like, don't get me wrong. I still love the show and I love watching what they do. And I think there's still like a lot of goofy moments, but sometimes it's like, guys, it's like not that serious. Like mm -hmm. you're here on the show, you're getting paid to be on the show. It's not like back in the old days where like P 
people didn't really get paid to be on the show. Barely. So if you left, it was like a big deal. Um, now it's like all of them are getting paid to be on. They've all negotiated contracts. And so if you like are on or you're not, like you're still making a solid chunk of change, even if you win the grand prize or not, you know? Yeah, it's true. And once again, no, no big fights, no big hookups on this episode. And yeah. there, there's still some interesting like personal and social dynamics. Yeah. Um, and just between big brother people, big T and CT, uh, Amber, Amber M trying to be on the show, which she's Ugh. irritating. Yeah. Uh, Tori and Anissa's friendship. Tori's cockiness. I mean, we're like, so there's still like storylines, but it's not, it's not quite as low key. It's not as goofy. Yeah. Um, so we get into this challenge and everybody there. Here's the thing about the challenge though, is I often think when they have to do things in two heats, you shouldn't be able to watch if you're in the second heat and they let them watch the first heat. So I just feel like you often have a significant advantage by going second. Oh, for sure. And, and, they, I, and they did it randomly, though. Yeah, but in, I in still past, don't think you should be able to watch it. You yeah, know? So in the past, a lot of times, whoever won the daily challenge the previous week gets to kind of set the order as part of their advantage from winning the previous yeah, week. Yeah, which I kind of miss. So, yeah, which but that was ideal because then you could go last and you could see how this quirky contraption works that they mm -hmm. set up and kind of figure out what the best method is to to go fast yeah. uh, or to hold on the longest in this case. Um, but yeah, if it's random, I, I would agree. You probably shouldn't get to watch. Yeah. I And so that kind of bothered me about it. Um, but even beyond that, so we do two heats. And so you're standing on this platform. It drops. The partners have to hold one another. Jay finishes first. He's the smallest dude, but he pulls all the rope out fastest and it. everyone's impressed. Um, and Teresa's terrified. And I actually <laughs> think like, the communication skills between like Jay and Teresa are a great pair because they communicate really well. I don't know if their political game is necessarily particularly strong, but I think like as a partnership, they're probably like the best functioning partnership of all of them. Could be. I yeah. think they communicate the best. I think they like supplement each other where the other one is weak. Um, in some ways they seem to communicate well, they uplift each other really well and you don't often get that um yeah you get yeah Teresa obviously has always been scared of heights on this show mm -hmm. and there's a couple contestants who kind of that's been kind of like their shtick yeah um is what I'm I, terrified of heights and Darrell even told us to google height shock um, <laughs> which was another great like dad quote from Darrell like if you don't believe me just google it yeah uh, uh -huh. but Jay's just like just childlike joy at every single challenge just like loosens Teresa up yes and I compared it to Sarah um, Sarah, famously Rice. Of Sarah and bananas who bananas took her prize money at the end. Mm -hmm. Cause Sarah would just get hyped for every challenge. She was just like, so psyched for every challenge. And Jay's the same way. She, <laughs> she just like wanted to do everything, climb on everything, get all these experiences. And Jay's the same way. So he reminds me a lot of Sarah Rice, which like every time Sarah's on the screen, I'm like, I just love Sarah. I just you wish do. Sarah would come back. <laughs> I'm very passionate. Um, but what I like about Teresa is like, we often see people who are like, paralyzed by having to do something that they're afraid of, whether it be heights or like, I think about Cara Maria, Cara Maria, every eating challenge, mm -hmm. like she just like cries and screams and acts like an <laughs> infant and it drives me nuts. And what I really appreciated about Teresa was she's like, I'm scared. And, she, but she didn't cry. She still did it. She's like, I know I have to do it. I'm not going to quit. And I'll just like 
put up with it and it's like fine. And Jay did a great job consoling her in that. Yeah. And so I really, I don't know. I appreciated that about Teresa. Definitely. Cause I like every time Cara Maria screams when she has to eat something, I'm like, girl, you've been doing this for how long? Like get over it. True. Um, yeah. It's always frustrating when they'd show up to something and just don't even try um, or just get all aggravated and, for whatever reason. It's like you signed up for the show. Yeah. Like, you know why you're here. Yeah. And Teresa's an OG. She's, mm -hmm. she's like, yeah, I know what I signed up for. I knew there was going to be a heights challenge, probably several. Yeah. But I'm here and I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. So we'll do it. And Jay, so, Jay kills it. He pulls the rope out fastest and then he gets over there, grabs on. And TJ getting just sheer joy out of pulling the floor out from oh, under yeah. these ladies. Always. Uh, as they're like just terrified of dropping, uh, I don't know, at least 50 feet and looks very terrifying. Yeah. Now the only thing is there was a side shot of the competition that if you paid close attention, you could see where Lolo's clearly dangling off the side, but Teresa's much shorter um, and has shorter arms than Lolo. And she's actually standing on where the platform like broke off. So there's yes. like a gap where you can stand in it. Yeah. She had her feet there and Lolo did not. And that definitely looked like cheating. Yeah. So and like, there's all these like all these confessionals like Jay, like his, uh, he, I mean, he's a rock climber. He's got these strong arms, strong forearms. He's just holding on to her there, and it was like, is he? Well, it sounds like the whole time was that just a moment. Like it was kind of weird that they left that clip in. Uh huh. Um, but then CT and Big T win the second competition. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's unclear because they don't show us their times. If they disqualify, they don't mention disqualifying Teresa and Jay, but it makes me wonder if they did because like they never clarified if you could or could not stand on that platform. And if like big T and CT won by default as a result, mm -hmm. or if it actually happened, but we get a great big CT moment mm -hmm. where he goes, big T show me that mean face. Cause she's so scared. <laughs> and she goes, and like makes this really scared face and it's really hysterical one of my favorite moments it was yeah it was amazing big t just out here crushing it great tv so they win uh -huh. obviously and big uh, t has a huge rise to power she does but yeah a few more thoughts on this competition um nam and lolo did great yeah um and nam's getting better at the confessionals he's he's steering into his language barrier and yes. like making some jokes which i love lolo is just She's wild. I, yeah. Is just critiquing Nam all the time, but also like weirdly attracted to him. Yeah. And who knows what's going on there? It looks like she blows up at Teresa next week. So that's going to be fun. Um, and then Fessy drops Casey because he's so foolish that he like, because you hear Casey say, oh, it would have been better if I could have used my thumb. Because Fessy She's clearly like, wrapped his hands all the way around Casey's fists for some reason and didn't allow Casey to also Grip grab him. onto his wrists. Yeah. Which is just dumb and typical Fessy. Yeah. Like just foolishly losing a challenge that he probably should have at least been top two in his heat, if not one. I think one. so, yeah. And he, they were the first to drop, right? <clears throat> I think so. Um, yeah, first at least of the people who like uh, who pulled the rope out all the way. Yeah. And who got to hold on. Um, but then as far as like... Um, the rules, like if that was cheating or not, and we didn't hear TJ explain it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if this video is still on YouTube, um, but if you really want to get into this show and be a nerd about TJ, 
like I am because he's the best host ever and I love him. He did this like exclusive interview with uh, Grantland, which is now theringer.com, oh, yeah. which is uh, um, Bill Simmons' website. Yeah. They do like sports and pop culture. Um, but way back when he and um, Bill Simmons and one of his partners, David Jacoby, they had uh, they did an like in person interview with TJ, and there was like a whole YouTube video of them just like playing pool and them asking him all sorts of ridiculous questions about the show. And one of them is just like, how long is it between like we see you explain the rules and then the competition starts? Like, how many questions do these guys ask? And he's like, it takes like an hour. They ask so many questions yeah. about all the rules, and like um, he's like, it takes me forever to explain what is and what isn't cheating and mm -hmm. stuff. So like, I think they're pretty thorough about it. Yeah. Um, but it was unclear in this case. Yeah, if they got disqualified or not. Mm -hmm. um, so then we get this great sequence of Big T reigning as a terrible queen. Um, and well, not a terrible queen, a hysterical queen, but really abusing that power. Very Queen of Hearts vibes. For sure. I've never seen anyone get drunk on power this quickly. Oh, it was hysterical. Mm -hmm. And I loved just it. Just comes into the room. You're not safe. You're not safe. Jay, you're bringing me coffee every morning. Yeah. And, and then like, literally like bringing her wine. And Lolo, like, like putting an ice bucket down on her fake VIP table that she made. Because we know they don't give them pen and paper. Like they really can't do anything in the house. Um, from what I've read and heard in interviews. And so like she had to get someone to make her a VIP sign um, that she put on the table. I think and she made her own. I yeah, don't think. <laughs> somehow. Um, so then we get the, we get the club scene. So we have all the people coming to Big T to basically plead their case. Um, and we get a scene with her and Tori where she says, I'm going to vote the way the house wants to vote. But we know um, from the fourth wall and the interviews and all of that, that um, Big T wants to put in Anissa against Tori. But she doesn't think she can get the house to vote against Tori, but she thinks she can get the house to vote against Anissa. So that's where the plan is going. Anything else noteworthy from the club scene? Um, just right before it, as they're walking in, uh, CT and Big T have their little convo. And oh, CT's yeah. CT's like, yeah, you know, you handle all the politics, because uh, all these people voted me in week one, so I need to make some friends. Yeah, <laughs> and, clearly. And then he's like, I'm just here to defend the queen. Uh, it's very much... Um, a Cersei in the mountain situation. Very much that. <laughs> That's a good reference. I like that. Anytime. Um, and then also a lot of uh, Shaq energy when Shaq had like one year left on his NBA career. So he went and played in Cleveland with LeBron Dead. and just did his whole like media campaign of I'm getting a ring for the king. <laughs> a lot of that kind of vibe from CT. Um, and then he does these like, these little like growls and just oh, being yeah. goofy dad CT. I'm like dead at them together. <laughs> like borderline sexual tension, but I don't think that's where yeah, doubt it's it. at. Like yeah. some people are speculating. I'm not sure where I land on that, but I do mm. love them as a pair. Yeah. And what they bring to one another. True. We um, also do see some like some quality politicking from Ashley, like just quickly ingratiating herself to Queen T. And the little bitty small committee. Indeed. Itty bitty. Itty bitty small committee. Yes. Yeah. Ashley's in there so quick and you're just like, oh, I get how she's 
why she lasts so long in this game. Well, once you come in and you look at the landscape, like she did adjust very well mm-hmm. um, with who she was trying to align herself with. I think it was really smart for her to do that. Yes. Um, and I think it was good for her to have a humbling experience the way she did. Probably. So. Yeah. And then Nani and Kyle spend some time over there just like joking around with Big T. Oh, having a great time. And everyone's yes. like, I just love this Big T energy. It's, it's like great. cracking me up. Um, okay. So then we get the deliberation. We have Gabby basically saying like, just because we're small doesn't mean we're weak and like stop calling us layups. Um, and she's not wrong. She's like, listen, I was not blessed with height. I'm not blessed with size, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't be, I should be counted out. Anissa kind of fires back. Then Tori does way too much talking. Yeah. And Devin is just so here for her to like. Bury uh, herself. Yeah. Dig her own grave essentially, uh, which Tori seems to be doing. Um, And yeah, the fact that yeah, Tori and Anissa just being very sloppy politically to end up getting. Even Tori's like, we're playing a messy game. I know. And just like laughing about it. And you're like, yeah, but like I get that they're rookies and you're not intimidated but if they have more numbers than you and they can pit you against your friend like you're kind of screwed even if you're better than them mm-hmm. um and like i always get annoyed like there was a lot of like don't call people small don't call people layups and i was thinking See, big t even won this daily challenge and i was like and i get that we're trying to like be nice in these confessionals and stuff big t hung there yeah ct won the elimination and like an Amber M like getting so upset that people are underestimating her. I don't, they're not underestimating her. She's not going to win a gold skull. You're really There's small, no chance. And unless, you're not unless her and big T go against each other. That's yeah. You're not shot. taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the thing, like these girls, the way it, I mean, it, this is like a relatively deep conversation when referring to the old seasons of the challenge and the way the male competitors would speak about the female competitors basically oh, it's atrocious yeah it's really really bad when you like really go back and like think about it and watch it they often refer to the women like as weighing them down mm-hmm. and like if it was a team environment they were always trying to lose the women because they were basically referred to them as dead weight specifically kenny and evan and bananas back in the day bananas has since i think gotten a bit of a reality check um, with Evan and Kenny being removed from the franchise permanently. Um, but I'm thinking like the way we talk about female competitors now compared to then is just so different. Mm-hmm. And like, they don't, at least the male competitors don't always talk about like the athletic prowess of their female partners as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they really used to, and now there seems to be, I think a, they're casting much more, um athletic competitive women than they did originally um but i'm like girls this happens every season like why are you surprised and like amber m's really coming for them and i'm like okay but amber M, then you have to like back it up like i understand not wanting to be seen as a layup but then like prove yourself like you were the smallest girl there which means even though you have a smaller partner you should have been able to hang there way longer than you did today like if Lolo and Nam, Lolo is like pure muscle, weighs probably one and a half times what you weigh and was able to hang there so long. I mean, Jay's a smaller dude and was able to hang on to Teresa for a long time, like big T hanging on to CT. Like 
Amber, you're so much smaller than them. You should have like prove yourself in some way. If you don't want to go into elimination and be seen as layup, that's fine. Then prove you're not a layup and do better during the dailies. Like they haven't even been close to doing well in any of the dailies. No. And like, I get the, like not wanting to be bullied and that's an important message Mm -hmm. and not wanting to be called weak or called a layup. Another important message Yeah, that fully support it. Um, But at the same time, like, like Tori's not going against Amber M and losing in Mm -mm. anything one-on-one. No. Um, But then again, but this is Tori's typical flaw, uh, I guess, steering away from uh, some of the heavier parts of this conversation. No, yeah, yeah. But like, Tori is very confident in her one-on-one abilities and, but this challenge is like this whole game is maybe 25% how good you are one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause if it were all that CT would have 10 wins mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and he's got two. Mm-hmm. Um, like you have to have friendships and like, so her not being willing to go hang out with, your itty bitty small committee mm-hmm. and like she should have been in their room like every night like joking around with them goofing like well and the thing is friends. like not, why wasn't she doing that not and all even of, if it's fake like that's how you win the game yeah not all of them are going to be one season wonders some of them will be and won't be back mm-hmm. but you do want you have to understand like i understand wanting to get rookies out and like make them earn their stripes and whatever like that's a typical thing but also these cast members are going to be back. Mm -hmm. So if you make enemies out of all of them, you're setting yourself up for like seasons of people being angry at you. Yeah. And I think in Tori's mind, she's like, I don't care if these people are angry at me for seasons because they're so not good enough athletically that it's not going to matter. And so this, and then she was proven wrong tonight. Yeah. And was proven wrong last season too. Yeah. And Tori still hasn't won this whole game. No. So here's the thing, and this is what I was thinking the whole episode, is that, like, Tori and Fessy deserve each other because they both play the game the same and effective way. Yes. So, like, Tori, like, I don't think is as good of a competitor as she thinks she is. So even though she walks around like she owns the place, she's, like, a probably great competitor, but not amazing undefeatable unbeatable that kind of thing competitor yeah so if lolo's an a plus tori's probably a b plus yeah and then she also plays a bad game politically she often rides the coattails of her significant other at least historically with jordan to do as well as she does or not but she doesn't have this like she plays tries to play Jordan's political game, but isn't strong enough to do so mm-hmm. from a physical standpoint. And she just like, she just is messy. And it's like, you have to play a better game than that. Mm-hmm. Like, and then she gets cocky and can't eat, like, so there's the physical part of playing a game. There's the political part of being in the house And then there is the smart part about playing the game. So I think this is what makes Jordan such a good competitor is not only he physically strong, but he just thinks through the game very, very well politically and like the little tricks of the game that make you succeed or not at the challenges and eliminations. Mm -hmm. Like he has only one hand Mm -hmm. and he beat Josh in tug of war. 
Yes. Was it Josh? It was yeah. Josh. He beat shocking. He beat Josh <laughs> in tug of war. And it's like, how, how do you like, it, because he's smarter, he outthinks everyone. And Tori doesn't like today. It was like, okay, to get this thing to move full of these very heavy things, I am smaller than Anissa. So Anissa just had to yank and she did a good job building momentum. You have to build momentum to get it off the platform, get it rolling slow, slow, slow in the middle, and then save your energy, turn around, throw that rope over your shoulder because you're small, Tori, and the last seven feet run and yank that thing while you can to flip it over. Mm -hmm. And instead, she didn't do that did poorly in the challenge. And then sat there and was like, it's broken. Like it's not working. It's impossible. And it's like, no, Tori, you're just dumb. Like think through this the right way. And then she pushed it back like a foot and a half and then yanked it again. It's like, Tori, that's not going to work. That's not enough momentum. Even if you got a C in physics, you should have at least remembered like the properties of momentum and how it works to get this to happen with you as a smaller person. Mm -hmm. And once she got it flipped over, she was in a fine spot. Um, but it's like, she does not, she doesn't live up to the hype she sets up for herself. And I think Fessy has a little bit more athletic prowess, but still not the brains behind the operation either politically or the smart parts of the game you have to play. And so I'm like, these two might just deserve each other. This happens every season in some elimination, someone who shouldn't lose loses. Yeah. And it's because there's some little trick that you had to figure out that you can do it smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. And there are some people who have gotten really far in these challenges, Devin being one of them, mm -hmm. who just always kind of figures out some little trick that gives him an advantage mm -hmm. and therefore is able to do it faster than you. Yeah. Um, and like the people who just try and like brute strength these things because they're so confident in their body's ability, mm -hmm. like usually fail. Like we the old season of Fresh Meat that we're watching, like Wes is convinced that he can do like this. They have like this, they have to swing on these like, vines or like these ropes over water with their partner and like jump from rope to rope and Wes is convinced he can do it faster if he puts his partner Mandy on his back and do it like and he falls instantly yeah <laughs> it's just like it's just dumb like working smarter not harder but not overthinking you... it it's yeah. like a fine line yes and yeah Fessy and Tori I would agree they deserve each other this is I just was like mm -hmm. you guys like I don't know. I'm like, maybe she is better matched with Fessy than she is Jordan because she just is not playing this game right. And she didn't align herself right. And like, it's also one thing if you're like aligned politically with people who are just as strong or stronger than you. And Anissa, I do think is an underrated competitor. I think she does way better than anybody gives her credit for, mm -hmm. but she just doesn't physically look the same in shape as the rest of the girls, but she's still very healthy, very like able to do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and we saw that this episode that she's clearly able to do it all. She's once even TJ was like, people need to give you more respect because you're a tough competitor. She's great at one-on-one -on -one eliminations. I think we're going to see, we're going to learn a lot about if Anissa can actually pull this off next week, if they have to do a five mile daily challenge. Yes. The mini final. Cause the, the running piece is the only doubt I have about it. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I hope she's able to do it. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and she's in a good spot because her and Fessy are the only pair that has gold skulls, mm -hmm. both of them. And so I don't think they're getting sent into elimination anytime soon. I think they're in good shape until more red skulls are given out. But I mean, the skulls are golden this year, so <laughs> so I some just, respect on the skulls name. Yeah, <laughs> so obviously we kind of spoiled the end. Like Anissa beats Tori. Tori catches up a little bit, but not nearly enough. She, on the last graphic, she had ten out of thirteen. Yeah, like, so, I mean, she did catch up pretty well in her to give her some credit. Yeah. Um. um so then yeah, we see Anissa gets voted in, and then they by pick, the house. Tori then, gets sent in by Big T and CT. Yes. And then we have this competition in case you didn't catch on. Already. Yeah, That's we what got happened. all that. That's what happened in the crater. You guys know. Um, Lola wearing her like Olympic track outfit to deliberation. Hysterical. Was such a power move. Kyle pointing it out was great. Loved it. Um, Devin intentionally sabotaging Tori was fun to watch. Yeah, because we'll he's like, I off. don't like the target she's putting on my back, so yeah. I'm out. Yeah, he just ducks out. Here's my only question for you. Mm-hmm. This is probably the only daily challenge Big T and CT will win. Do you Maybe. Do you think this was Big T's best move? To use her numbers to get out Tori or Anissa? Or getting a gold skull is going to be very hard for Big T. Should she have got Amber Am in and tried to get it herself? Um, no, because I think Big T didn't get to establish, to establish herself enough last season to show her loyalties. And so she has to show when she's in an alliance that she is loyal. And the numbers are in Big T's favor right now. So she needs to um, she needs to play that up while she can, I think. So I think it established her as a loyal person, which loyalty is big in this game. Mm -hmm. Um I think she was able to eliminate a strong competitor, which was good, mm -hmm. and shrink the numbers on the other side of the house. Um, she grew her alliance by doing that. Um, at the end of the day, she still has CT as a partner. Like, they could – I don't think this is the last daily challenge they win, personally. Okay. Um, I also think you don't know when your partner is going to get stolen. True. And so this might be her last chance with, like, next week someone could take CT. That's fair. And so you kind of have to play the big move. Like, it forces you to make moves faster, this format does. Mm -hmm. And so I think she did a, a good job with that. Um, yeah, I think it was the smartest decision she could make. And I, I'd be shocked if they don't do a double elimination week where they eliminate a guy and a girl at the same time. In the future? I don't know. There's 19 episodes. It's going to be a long season. Yeah, but once they get all the skulls handed out, like, you, I, you know, I don't know what Maybe. that's going to look like. Um, but no, I, I think this was a smart move for her, personally. Okay. What do you think? It seems like you might disagree. I think... No, I actually think I agree with you. I think this was her best play. And especially if you see that thing full of quote unquote bombs that are actually just medicine balls. Yeah. She's not big enough to do that. No, she couldn't have completed that. one. Uh -uh. Um, and chances someone goes after her and CT are higher. Yes. Like I do think, yeah, she played her hand. Well, it was a long, long-term play. Mm -hmm. um, but I am just worried. Like, I just don't know outside of Amber M. Like, I don't know who big T is going to 
go in against and get a skull for. Well, that's the thing about the game is like it really depends on what the elimination is. Very like, true. Yeah, like if it's like Tori some... should have been able to keep up way better than she did, but she didn't think through it and the stress of the moment and the emotion of the moment. Yeah. I think we see that a lot. Like people do worse than they should because of outside circumstances. Mm. And so I think we're going to see, I think we see that there with them, okay. you know, I don't know. Yeah. But I think ultimately I think she made the right play and I think you do have to play long-term. What, um, what other play would you have made? Uh, like her going other, in there against Amber M. Yeah. Like getting the house to vote in Amber M and Michi and then going in yourself. I just like, don't... which like, it, but causes her to lose a friend. It's like a short term play to get a skull. Yeah. Um, but then you be, eliminate like, one of your numbers. You elim like, you do, yeah. Say so again, it's a short term play, but yeah. I also like, I don't trust Amber M either. Like I would think like, Oh, Amber M's going to try to steal my partner. Hey, maybe like, that's what I like. I think Amber M knows she needs an upgrade of a partner to make it anywhere in this competition. Even though I think Michi's a very good, I don't think yeah, he's doing well. I don't think the edit has featured how well Michi is doing compared to how well he's doing. Yeah. You know, like we've, we've said several times on former episodes, like Michi was the first one to the top of the rock pile in the first challenge. Michi was one of the first ones to the boat in the swimming challenge mm -hmm. until did Michi freeze up? He did. Yeah. Um, but it so was cold. Michi that got there fast, right? Yeah. Um, I know Wes got there quickly. Fessy did. You know, it was definitely Michi. The other person yeah. would have been Leo because Joseph mm -hmm. didn't do very well that challenge. Right. Um, and so it's definitely like Michi's definitely underrated. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think they both know like they're not getting anywhere with each other. Yeah, if they end up at the final with each other, they're not gonna win. Yeah, and we also don't know if this is a partner final mm -hmm. or if it's going to be a girl and guy final. Yeah, we just know it's five guys and five girls, mm -hmm. whether they're still on teams, whether they're still partnered, or whether it's just whichever guy finishes first wins, whichever girl finishes first wins. Yeah, we don't um, know. Yeah, unclear at this point. Um, so, yeah, I think I do think Big T and CT used their power well. Well. I think so too. Uh, because you still have to, you're not to the final yet. You got to get there first. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so and then worry about your skulls kind of later. later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's still a lot of girl skulls out there. Anissa is the one with the only, she is the only one with a skull now. Mm -hmm. um, so Anissa decides to leave Leroy and go back to Fessy as a partner which I think is smart because now they're the only pair with gold skulls. But I personally think like, I don't know if Darrell and Anissa are not talking very much in the house, but Darrell rider dies for Anissa in the interviews. And so I really feel like Anissa's missing out on having a partner in her corner by not choosing Darrell. Well, it's possible. Like I think, but for Anissa, like, I think she has like, to get back in the big brother alliance. Cause now she lost one of her numbers. I think that's partially true. Um, I think the thing that's in Anissa's head, um, there's always some aspect that gets in people's heads that kind of screws up mm -hmm. their ability to see the whole board. Um, the thing for Anissa is she's never won this challenge and this is probably her last time on the show. You think, or maybe one of her last maybe, couple of times. Yeah. If she wins, it probably is. I think she goes out if she wins. Yeah. Um, 
And as much as I hate Fessy, and I think he's a coward and foolish, uh, like he just is that much stronger than everybody else. Yeah. And I and if Anissa's going to win a final, like she needs to be with Fessy, mm-hmm. um, because it, like she could be with Darrell. Like, but Darrell's like in his late thirties at this point. Yeah, but he's and, like strong enough to hold her up in those competitions. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if I were her and I looked at the way. Fessy handled this elimination with Casey. Like he screwed it up with Casey by not letting her simultaneously interlock with him by using her thumb. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, he's just dim. And he betrayed his partnership last time, betrayed her after saying like, I just, there are not enough positives with Fessy that you can't get elsewhere, either by keeping Leroy or going to Jarrell that make enough sense to me to like go back to Fessy. I mean, except getting back in that alliance. Yeah, you're getting the big brother safety, or maybe um, you're getting the big brother numbers. Yeah. Um, but like, it really is just can Anissa win the final? That's all she is thinking about. Yeah. And I think she just wants to ride Fessy there. Like, that's, yeah. and that's what makes the most sense to her. And like, yeah. I don't think it's the worst idea. So, yeah, we just get the partnerships flipped back. So, Fessy and Anissa are together. Devin is partnerless. And Casey and Leroy Casey are back and together. Leroy and Casey is thrilled. She's like, get this target off my back. Uh-huh. I don't want to be with Fessy. I like him as a human, but I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, and she thinks she can win with Leroy. Yeah. she's like, I don't need Fessy to carry me through a final. I'm no. fine. Yeah. And I think, like, her and Leroy are a good partnership, too. I think they complement each other well. So, Definitely. Uh, the preview for next week. Any last thoughts on this week's episode? Uh, just Ashley's political game came in brilliant yeah. and her hilarious comments about as soon as she saw Anissa was going to win, she's like, I got really loud with my redneck voice. Yes. It's like, cause it's unique and you're going to remember that I cheered for you mm-hmm. and she's going to come and like, yeah, Anissa, I was with you the whole time. For and sure. I just, think like, she knows the little, smart. Yeah. The itty bitty small committee is way more against Tori than they are against Anissa. Yes. So even by cheering for Anissa, she's not upsetting the itty bitty small committee. Yep. She's doing well. So I think that was smart. You're right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just enjoyed that. Yeah. I think. Um, and I just, I love Leroy calling Devin a loser. <laughs> oh yeah. Then Devin flicked off Casey <laughs> for not picking him. Yeah. Just good. Dynamics and not only there. did Leroy call him a loser, but he did like the L thing on his forehead. <laughs> like, very um hey now you're an all-star situation indeed a little smash mouth um yeah i think that's all my thoughts on this week what does next week look like we got lolo yelling at Teresa. yeah it looks like a Teresa episode so we may see Teresa and jay in elimination and uh, i think based were, on that preview it uh, looked and, like they got lost in the daily elimination well and i think it might come to light that Teresa's is playing both sides mm-hmm. as a result yeah um what was the challenge for next week? Did they preview it at all? So it's like oh, the it's elimination. A mini final. The elimination, right. no, but the daily, yes. Yeah, so it's like a mini final. It's like a five mile run. Someone goes the with wrong some way. Obstacles and carrying a log or something. Yeah, someone goes the wrong way. Kind of looked like Jay and Teresa, but then part of that soundbite sounded like Josh's voice saying mm-hmm. it went the wrong way. And someone was like, "We're in first place." That also kind of sounded like Josh, but I was like, I'm "Josh not- is going to screw this up somehow." Yeah, Josh and Nani are not winning the five mile race i'm sorry i don't know i think they both have like pretty good endurance and stamina actually you know what's really shocking from watching more of the world's one last night that i didn't really think about i always knew josh was a big dude like he's just like 
He's large. Yeah. He's a large man. He has gained a significant amount of weight from War of the Worlds, which, listen, who hasn't during this pandemic? Mm-hmm. Same, Josh. But looking at him then, he was like big but fit, just coming off his big brother season. And then um, you see him now, and he's just like, he's just a big dude. He definitely put on some weight, some fatherly figure weight, even though he's not a dad, (laughs) as far as I know. Not that invested in Josh to find out. Yeah, unknown. But yeah, it was actually very shocking. That's, That's my only other thought. Anything else? I think that's it. All so right. Still cheering for Leroy and Cam. I'm well, going to say it every episode. Actually, I do have a question I like. Okay. Who do you think is most likely to win that mini final next week? Lolo and Nam. Oh, uh, yeah, fair. Um, Maybe Leroy and Casey. Yeah, I'm Leroy curious. and Casey. Maybe Cam and Kyle. I think Kyle has more endurance than I think we give him credit for. Mm-hmm. Jay and Teresa will do all right. Darrell and Amber will do all right. Jay and Teresa are just like so much shorter, I think, than everybody else. It's like, it's like when I get mad when we track our Fitbit steps and like you've walked way further than I have, even though you've taken less steps. And like oh, I'm just yeah. such a smidge <laughs> that like <laughs> I've taken so many steps, but I've traveled like a third of the way. Um, but yeah, I think they're just like shorter. It'll be interesting to see how, how these rookies who are talking a big game do. I think we have the rookies who are partnered with other rookies, which are Amber and Michi, Leo and Gabby. I'm worried about them next week. What that looks like. But then we have Amber B who's with Darrell. So you have vet and a new person, but Darrell obviously hasn't been on the season for a long time. And then big T and CT. I'll be interested to see how they do mm-hmm. and communicate. I think they actually communicate well and have a good time together. Yeah. So I don't know. Excited. Yeah, I think it'll be good. We're going to learn a lot. So much. So much learning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, thanks for listening. If you have any thoughts, you can find me on Instagram at Alex Shin Blogs, spelled like Alex's Chin Blogs. Um, (laughs) Leave me some comments there or um, email us. Did you set up the email yet? I did. Good people, bad TV at gmail.com. Shoot us an email with your thoughts and responses. Um, we see people listening from literally all over the world, which is wild, primarily the US, but mm-hmm. some other parts of the world. So email us and let us know how you found us and what you think. We'd love some feedback, um, but be nice, not unkind and honest, but not unkind. <laughs> and I guess we'll talk to you uh, next week for The Bachelorette and then the next episode of The Challenge. Can't wait. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.